Hey there, Livewire podcast listeners. It's Luke Burbank. I know, it's been a while since you've heard from us, but that's only because we have been busy putting together a kick-ass... Can we say that? I don't know if we're allowed to say that, but... A kick-ass spring season. I'm just going to go with it. And that kick-ass season is going to start appearing in your feed next weekend. But before we get rolling with that, we wanted to just give you a little pre-season update. Now... On our last episode, which we recorded back in December, uh, we sat down with a guy named Giassi Ross. He is an author and an attorney and a rapper and a member of the Blackfeet Indian Nation. And when we talked to him, he was just back from the Standing Rock Indian Reservation. And obviously, a ton has changed since we recorded that episode. Uh, So we decided we should check back in with Giassi so he could fill us in on the latest. Hey, Giassi. Hey, Luke. How you doing, man? Nice to talk to you again. Nice to talk to you. Um, Boy, December, when we originally recorded this episode of Livewire, boy, that seems like a long, long time ago. What's the latest, uh, as far as you understand it, uh, in terms of what's going on over at Standing Rock? It's changed fundamentally. Obviously, our our world and our our nation has changed fundamentally. And, um, you know, we're we're in a brave new world, Luke. Um, But the, the... Technical parts of what's changed in Standing Rock are uh, a couplefold. Number one was that um, the United States Army Corps of Engineers granted an easement um, that allowed the last bits of the pipeline, the Dakota Access Pipeline, the pipeline that everybody's you know talking about and that's in question, that allowed that um, that permit to be uh, approved. And and thereafter, um, for the the rest of the pipeline, that little tiny bit that needed was needed for completion um, to be done. And immediately afterwards, of course, um, the Standing Rock Sioux Tribe, as well as the Cheyenne River Sioux Tribe, and I believe maybe the the um, Oglala Lakota Sioux Tribe, um, filed lawsuit for a temporary injunction, an emergency injunction, say that this will cause irreparable harm to the people of that community and also of the Cheyenne River Sioux community. The most latest is that the court has um, declined, has denied that temporary restraining order. And so as of right now, it seems that there is full go-ahead that this, this project can be completed, but for some intervening, hopefully legal wrangling machinations and um, direct action and also just continuing to, um, you know, hit hit them in the pocket, what we've been doing. But um, the, it seems like at least physically all the obstacles are are out of the way that prevented this thing from being created. That must emotionally be kind of tough for a lot of people, because when you and I were on stage in Seattle, uh, it had just been announced that uh, basically the project was not going to be able to go on as planned. They were going to have to reroute it. And now everything has changed. Is I mean, does this make you, is this emotionally tough to take for you? <sighs> yeah. I mean, yeah, of course. You know, I mean, it, it, here's the thing. For Native people, we live in this almost uh, oftentimes absurd existence where we don't expect um because history tells us not to expect the rule of law to give us satisfaction and to be followed when our rights are being adjudicated. And so, um, 
as as disappointing as it is, um, it's par for the course for history. And so there's other things that are being, you know, contemplated and executed in real time outside of the rule of law, because history just tells us we can't we can't believe or have faith in these institutions that, you know, that say that they're there to protect um, the integrity of the law. What do you think is going to happen? Oh, boy, that's a great question. Um, what's next is that um, we understand that this, this conversation, as important as Standing Rock is to this conversation about um, about understanding and respecting tribal sovereignty, respecting um, vulnerable groups of, of people and communities, that it's much bigger than Standing Rock. And for that, we just got to continue to hold these companies accountable hold the government accountable using whatever devices are possible, including utilizing direct action, um, peaceful, you know, nonviolent direct action, including using our pocketbooks, taking money out of companies that continue to um, support the exploitation and oppression of certain communities. We can't do that. Um, and, and so um, that's the, that's the next phase. That's the evolution of this conversation is just making it more formal and sophisticated so that we are able to attack, and in in a way that um, you know is is um, honestly painful to these large corporations that hurt our communities, because you know it would be nice to say, well, we can just wait on court and let the victor be the victor. However, that doesn't seem to be an option at this point. Well, Giassi Ross, uh, I wish you and everybody else uh, the best of luck. It's going to be an interesting four years when it comes to stuff like this and the federal government. Yeah. yeah it, I mean, you know, it's it's an amazing time to be alive, Luke. And, and um, you know, the people are speaking loudly. And I'm, I'm thankful to be a part of it. And, you know, at the end of it, once again, we have to keep everything peaceful. But we also have an obligation, you know, as, as Martin Luther King said, that if, you know, there are if there are unjust laws, then we have an obligation to disobey those unjust laws in a peaceful and, and prayerful way and hopefully contemplating the larger picture. And, you know, and, and that's ultimately what you see. And, it, you know, once again, it's not just limited to Dakota Access Pipeline. It's also, you know, all the people of Seattle who shut down the airport and the people of New York City who shut down the airport. And, you know, we can't allow these things to go unchallenged. And unfortunately, there's a whole bunch of American people of all colors and all backgrounds who agree with that. And it's an amazing time to be alive, bro. All right, Giassi. Thanks, man. Thanks for updating us. Thank you. All right. Thanks for listening this week. Uh, If you missed the initial interview that we did with Giassi Ross, it was in the episode Facing Your Demons. Uh, We're going to be back here next week with a brand new Livewire podcast for you featuring Elna Baker Brooks Whelan, and some unbelievable music from Thundercat, and a whole lot more. We'll see you then.